Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we are continuing on in our nine-part series about the nine habits that lead to divorce. We are doing habit number seven, and we're calling it Risky Decisions. And Dave's going to tell you more about that in just a minute. But before we dive in, I want to share another review with you. Thank you again to those of you who've taken the time to leave a review. It's the best way to spread the message of the Naked Marriage Podcast and to help other people uh, know how to have a strong marriage. And so the review today is from Joe Miller 123 and it says this, Newlywed here, this podcast was amazing and insightful in the engagement period of my relationship, and I am binging them all over again as a newly married woman. As someone who saved myself for the wedding day, I felt encouraged and prepared for that day, and am so excited to continue using the advice and ideas that just became available to start putting into practice. Amazing podcast. Well, gosh, thank you so much for leaving that, and congratulations on getting married. You guys, we love hearing from all of you. Thank you again for leaving the reviews. It's so wise to just start out your relationship wanting Mm -hmm. to build on a solid foundation. And it's also so wise, you who are listening right now, whatever season of marriage you're in, to just be intentional about continuing to grow your love love for one another and and your commitment together. I just believe God always honors those investments we make into building a stronger marriage. So we're so honored that you've tuned in with us today. We've got a really important conversations on how to make healthy decisions in marriage. So let's dive in. Well, I'm really excited about today's episode because I do think this is one that happens to everybody and maybe people have pondered because we have had a lot of feedback about this. Like years ago, I um, wrote a blog. We're talking like six years ago, so pretty early on in our marriage ministry. I wrote a blog that basically said, you know, why why I consult my spouse with every decision or something to that effect, or why I, I look, you know, ask for my spouse's permission, like before I would make a decision. And let me tell you, I had so many people write me and say, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you wrote about this because I do this and people have made me feel weird because we consult each other on everything. And then I had other people write me and say, this is terrible and manipulative. And, you know, you shouldn't have to ask your spouse, you know, or consult your spouse before making decisions because you're your own person. And so there was like all this back and forth. And and that's what we're talking about today. We're calling it risky decisions because we truly believe that this thing, like when you make decisions without, especially big ones, Without talking to your spouse first, you're going to get yourself into a world of hurt. And we've actually seen this 
you know, especially when it becomes a habit, we have seen this lead to divorce. And that's why we have this as part of our nine habits that lead to divorce, because we really believe in marriage that every decision is our decision. Yes. Because and really, I- whether you believe it or not, everything you do in marriage or, or everything you do when you are a married person does affect your spouse. It really does. Everything you do, every dollar you spend, mm-hmm. every decision you make, every commitment you make, it all impacts your marriage because you guys are you're intimately and intricately connected. And that's yeah. one of the reasons we encourage people to wear wedding rings. It not right. only is a way to kind of let the world know, signal to the world, hey, I'm off limits, I'm committed, but it's a reminder for you to to look down at your hand through the day and just be reminded, you know what? Every decision I make today, mm-hmm. whether my spouse is standing here with me or not, it's all going to impact them. And if I'm going to make decisions, big decisions, uh, without consulting them, uh, that can be harmful, that can be disrespectful. Um, I saw an article just this week about uh, celebrity movie star Ryan Reynolds, and it was mm-hmm. a marriage article. And he said that um, he made a decision one time. I didn't even read the article. I just kind of read the synopsis. But he made a $3 million purchase without talking to his wife. Mm-hmm. And that they were still, in his words, working through that one. Right. Because, like, that's that's a big deal. Now, that's, I would them, call that a big decision. Now, they <laughs> they've got, I'm sure... A lot of money. They they probably had more than enough to 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 cover that. Uh, but for us, like our threshold is a lot lower than three <laughs> million dollars. I've never not even never seen universe. that much money. But um, if I was going to spend that much Monopoly money, I think I would call you. But we right. our threshold is fifty dollars. <laughs> and this started early in our marriage when we really we had tension around finances. This isn't. We're not just talking about financial decisions, right, by the way. Right, but just course. as a starting point, because this is. This is where a lot of folks hide their decisions from each other is about money. I'm going to spend mm-hmm. this or I feel entitled. I made this money. This is my money. All, all the money for bills, that, that's our money. But this is my money. Right. And I'm going to spend it however I want. And we we kind of got into trouble. We didn't have much money at all. Mm-hmm. And we, would, we, we just got into trouble and got into some debt. And we finally had to make some decisions. Like if we're going to spend anything and we've used this policy, we've talked about this. We over actually $50. picked this up from some other people. Like we, right. it was we in, learned this from another couple. Yeah. yeah. And they said, pick a threshold, 50 bucks or whatever. And if it's going to be more than that, call each other, check in and say like, Hey, I was going to make this purchase. Is now a good time? And we started doing that. We kept doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's kept us in the, in the loop and lets us know what's going in, what's coming in, what's coming out. And, um, it's been really valuable for us. Mm-hmm. And we don't look at that at all as like a, a prison or like a, not trusting each other. We see it as a way to respect each other. Right. Saying yeah. oh, these resources, they're, they're, it's all our responsibility to manage this well. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's just talk about things together. Right. And I think it's really just a coming together. And, you know, when I think back to the overwhelming response we got from that article, I was really, I remember we were both shocked by it because I didn't think this was like anything earth shattering. But I think, you know, when I really looked at the comments, it was <laughs> people really had this this problem with the word permission. But do you guys know that when you're consulting, you guys are seeking each other's permission, okay? Yeah. It's semantics. Like you're just choosing a different word and uh, and I but it just showed me that I think in marriage we all can really have pride around this issue of checking in with each other and it's, you know, over things like money or your time. Time's a big one. Like you know, I, I know people that don't check with their spouse about kind of, you know, their schedule. And, and to me, that or to us, that would be maddening. Like there's there's too many moving parts. I don't know how that would even work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we share the same Google Calendar 
because we want to know what's going on in each other's lives. And most of the time, before we even put something on the calendar, we'll check with each other. And and really, it's not to control each other or anything like that. It's just to make sure that we're all on the same page. Yeah. And, and it's and honoring it's each other. It's just honoring. Right. Because our time, you know, it's not completely our own when we're married. And, and that's not a bad thing. That's a beautiful thing. We're sharing life together. And especially if you have children, you got to make sure that you know who's taking, you know, the children where and and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it's it's just really interesting that there is there's there is this kind of I feel like there's there's kind of a push towards not having to consult is what I'm seeing kind of in the work that we do. Don't you see that, sweetie? And I think a lot yeah. of it, yeah. like we've talked about throughout this series, a lot of that is rooted in pride. And it's in that I shouldn't have to check or or even just being annoyed that you'd have to check. And I would even venture to say, even if you don't have children or you're retired or, you know, a lot of different scenarios, you still need to check in with each other. Like I, I just, I think it's really hard to have a strong marriage when you're not ever thinking to consider the opinion of your spouse because their opinion should matter to you more than just about any other person's opinion. Yeah. And and, and so, obviously as you share things with them, like I'd really like to do this or you make this purchase or, you know, join this, this thing. Mm-hmm. Whenever possible, say yes to each other. Yes. You know, we're not trying to control each other or limit each other. You want to empower your spouse and you mm-hmm. want them to flourish in every way. But if if we never talk about it, like if if you're going to take on a commitment of your time, if you're going to um you know, even if you have the op- if you're going to even stay late for work but you and you have the option not to, mm-hmm. to just check in with your spouse and say, "Hey, I know you were planning on me being home. I've got the option to to stay and and it would it would help with some things if I could stay an extra hour or two tonight, um, but I, I want to honor our plans and you and sure. the kids. So, what do you think about that? And and talk through it together instead of just saying like like no, this is my decision, it's my time, it's my career, it's my everything. Using the word mine, this is one of the the habits we talked about earlier: the his and hers trap, the mine and yours trap. Mm-hmm. When it just becomes it's my time, my right, my choice, my stuff, my money, instead of hours, right? then you're already on the wrong track because your mindset is wrong. And marriage has to be, it has to be ours or it's not even marriage. Divorce is his and hers. Marriage is ours. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. 
inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it, get that under control, and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. Exactly. And, and you have to consult with each other in order to, to keep on the same page. And so, you know, what are some signs that you might be making some risky decisions? I would say this, that whenever you get ready to make a decision, you don't even think twice or even once mm-hmm. about your spouse. Like it's not even a thing. Or I would say, you know, even a step further is you think of your spouse in a derogatory way and think, well, I'm just not going to tell him. So then you're kind of breeding secrecy. Like, I'm going to go ahead and make this decision, but I'm just going to hope they don't ask me about it and I'm not going to tell them about it because I don't want to fool with that. You know, it's just, again, very dismissive. I think too, um, you know, you might be caught in this when you are trying to make a big decision and you know you have to involve your spouse, but it feels like the bane of your existence. (laughs) Like, Like you're so dreading it because you know that that conversation is is going to be a hard one and that your spouse could potentially say, well, maybe that's not the best timing or the best, you know, maybe that's not the best decision for us. And again, I, I feel like that that's just showing that there's a lack of closeness, that that maybe you both have become accustomed to making decisions on your own and not involving the other. And the thought of of all of a sudden re-engaging and involving one another just seems so overwhelming to you. You might be caught in this trap. And I would say, you know, in order to turn it around, you have to start talking to each other. And if you have gotten into this rut of really avoiding each other and just doing your own thing and living separate lives, it is going to be awkward at first. It's going to be very awkward. And it it might even feel like you're with a stranger. It might even feel like, you know, why are we married here? Because you've gotten so used to just living these separate lives and passing, you know, ships passing in the night, like we've said before. But I would just encourage you to start talking again. Remember why God brought two of you the, together and and really humble yourself and go to your spouse, especially if you're the one listening to this and you realize this is kind of the dynamic you're in right now. Go to your spouse and say, listen, I think that we've been kind of living, living separate lives and making decisions on our own when really I should have been consulting with you. And I'm just so sorry that um, that I've been doing my part in this. And, you know, would you would you work with me on getting back together on making decisions because I don't want to be, you know, in a marriage that feels like it's not really a marriage. You know, I, I want to learn how to make these decisions together again. And I think, you know, humbling yourself and just being that honest, it it really, it's not attacking your spouse. It's just being honest about kind of where you are. 
but it also is going to give your spouse a chance to really voice kind of how they're feeling and also a chance to connect again. You know, most of these habits that that we've been talking about that often lead to divorce, almost all of them, they have to do with a lack of connection. They're behaviors that lead or perpetuate a lack of connection. Yeah. And so uh, we've got to come back together. You know, we, and it, again, it's not easy. It's awkward. It's, I would be shocked if it's not awkward, but that's not, you know, a, a, a sign that it's not going to be okay. It just means you're going to have to have, it's not, it's not going to be fixed in one conversation. You're going to have to really do the hard work to get back together, to get on the same page. And oftentimes it does involve getting professional help, which I know we mention this all the time, but going to a Christian counselor, talking to one of our EXO mediators, um, you know, there's so many resources out there. I I would even tell you, um, you know, in your church, there's more than likely a marriage group. Join the marriage group. Be around people who want to have a thriving marriage and learn from each other. And know too, what you'll find very quickly in these marriage groups is that there's not one perfect marriage out there. And that in itself you know, you're you're like okay. I mean, I'm in good company here. Yeah, we all we're want, all a work in progress, right? We all want the same thing. We want to be connected and have God honoring marriages that are going to last. But you know, it's not it's not like we're none of us are perfect. You know, that's not even the goal. The goal is is progress, is staying together, is honoring God and doing the hard work. Yes, and I would say the the only exception to the, the, the make decisions together would be a surprise. Yeah. But uh, a caveat even with that, do not make a big decision that you just wanted to make and then disguise it as a disguise as a surprise right. for your spouse. Like just because you wanted a dog, oh goodness. Don't surprise yeah. your spouse by bringing a dog home. Like we were watching a movie one time and It was Diary of a Wimpy Kid. We love these movies. We love these movies. It's kind of like the story of our lives, it, we I think. Can relate, yes. Um, and and the dad brought home a dog, and without asking, without asking the his mom, wife. and Ashley was so mad at the dad in the movie that I think I had to sleep on the couch that night. Oh she was just gosh. like, "Never do that to me." And I'm I'm thinking, I wouldn't. It's I just a- looked at you because when these movies came out, we had really little ones at home, and they did too in the movie. Like they yeah. had a toddler uh, along with two other boys, and I just remember thinking like that. That would be a really bad day. You're you know, like, and I oh. love dogs, but no, we're not doing that. Yeah, so so don't get into that habit because I think that's how some people get around it. Like yeah. they'll be like, "Surprise! I got you a, a a giant giant TV." Yeah, and it's like, oh, wait a second, we can't afford a giant TV, and you're the one who wanted it in the first place. That's not a surprise for me. And it would be like you've been telling me for months that we need to really kind of you know, lower our budget on certain things. We can't get extras. And all of a sudden you're buying this massive TV. I mean, it, you know, it can feel, it can feel very disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really. And then, but you put your spouse in a no-win situation, like, oh, you're being ungrateful to my surprise, to my gift. (laughs) It's like, don't, don't do that. Don't put in each each other in situations where it's no win. Because in that that situation, your spouse can't win. They either have to reluctantly agree to this so-called gift that they didn't want or ask for that's going to cost the family money or, or resources or time that that spouse didn't want to give, yeah. or they have to seem like a jerk for telling you that they didn't want it. And so, yes, there, there are times when a surprise is beautiful and appropriate and, you know, have a surprise party for your spouse at some point in their life. It's beautiful. And, and give them a, a surprise gift sometimes, but don't let that be your way to work around not having to consult him on big decisions like, hey, surprise, I, I signed us up for this thing. And you're thinking like, yeah. I didn't want to be signed up for that. That's not a surprise. Right. That's 
that's not so that's yeah. the little the caveat there on surprises. Those can be risky surprises, just like they risky can decisions. Be risky. And it can really cause, you know, here you're trying supposedly to do something nice, but really it just causes a fight and uh, resentment ultimately. So you definitely need to always come together and talk through everything. I think especially when it comes to big decisions, you know, we get these questions a lot where it's like, well, my husband, my wife, they're just indecisive or they're, you know, they're not as a, I don't know, they don't have as much ambition as I do. And so they're just fine with the same house that we've lived in forever. But I would just love to get a little more space because we're so cramped in here and they'll never agree to getting that other house. You know what I'm saying? Like we hear from people like that where they just have very different personalities. And that's when I would tell you, first of all, you don't, if you've never talked to them about this, you don't know what they would say, you know, because a lot of times we're making assumptions and and maybe you don't really know, like maybe you've not even looked at another house or you haven't, you know, considered whatever it is you're trying to consider. You haven't really taken your spouse, you know, whether physically taken them there for the thing, whatever decision you're trying to make, or, you know, walk them through it, like talk to them about it to see what they would really think. I think sometimes we hold back and just make assumptions like, well, they'll never really listen to me when really we're just, we're, we're really kind of, we're making the decision for for them and already, even without making it, because we won't even give them the courtesy of even having, you know, consideration just by describing it to them. And so don't count them out, you know? And if you do feel like, well, no matter what, I just know their their answer is going to be no. Like, they're just kind of a no person. Like, it, they just don't want anything to change. They don't like change. They don't like whatever. I would just encourage you to maybe reach out to a professional because maybe maybe you do need someone else who's neutral, who's not part of your family, who's a professional who can kind of look at your situation and say, listen, it looks like you guys are kind of in the rut of the same oh same oh. That's at least what we say. And you might need a little coaxing to try something new, to make a decision. You know, some people do have like decision um, fatigue or decision paralysis. Like that's a real thing. And uh, a lot of times it... it it stems back to maybe some mental health issues that someone's going through. And sometimes it does take someone outside of your family to really speak into that and to, and to recognize those things so that you can kind of get get past this and, and be able to get on the same page again. So good, guys. So good. I hope that this conversation just helps you and your spouse make more unified decisions because the more decisions you can make together, the more it's going to bring you together as a couple and keep your communication intact and really just help you stay on the same page. And so if there's any part of your life that you're making decisions consistently without your spouse, maybe this is a reminder to one, stop doing that and two, apologize for it. Yeah. Maybe this has been a blind spot where you didn't even really realize what you were doing was hurtful to the marriage. Mm-hmm. But to say, listen, listen, I, I've been doing, I've been making this decision without consulting you. And in my mind, I didn't think of it as disrespectful, but now really looking at the situation, I realized that that wasn't honoring to you. That wasn't respectful to you. And I'm asking you to forgive me for that and to hold me accountable because moving forward, I want to do it better. And I want to consult you in every decision that we make. And maybe it'll lead to some really, really meaningful conversations to you and your spouse. Like everything we do here at Exo Marriage and on the Naked Marriage Podcast, we hope just that, that it leads to meaningful conversations to bring you and your spouse closer together. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate you so much. We'll look forward to seeing you this Wednesday for Hump Day Q&A, where we'll do a short episode just specifically to answer one of your questions. And of course, you can submit questions for that at nakedmarriagepodcast.com, or you can also write us on Instagram at Dave and Ashley Willis. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye.